0: Welcome back to Athlete Maestro, guys, a sports education podcast for young athletes where we help you understand the mental and physical aspects of sports as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals. This is episode 328. Always break down your training, find a rival to push you, and handle your nerves with grace. He's the fourth fastest man in 400 meters history. Over the course of his illustrious career, he won everything there was to win in athletics as well as four Olympic gold medals. Today on the show, American star Jeremy Wariner. At the time during the course of his career, he was touted as being on his way to becoming the best 400 meters runner in history. Jeremy Wariner was a standout 400 meters runner. Although now retired, he grew up in Arlington, Texas. Where he attended Lamar High School and in 2002 was named Texas 5A State Sprint Champion at both 200 meters and 400 meters. It was clear for all to see at that time that he had immense speed and talent. He went on to attend Baylor University where his journey to greatness truly began. He works with the great Clyde Hart who would go on to coach him into the pro ranks. Interestingly, Hart also coached the greatest 400 meters runner of all time, Michael Johnson, who also happens. be Jeremy Wariner's mentor. Although hampered by injury during his freshman year in university, Warina would go on to have an outstanding year in 2004. In his freshman season at Baylor, he finished 7th indoors and did not run the open quarter at the NCAA outdoor meet. However, as a sophomore in 2004 and at just the age of 20, he won all NCAA indoor and outdoor 400m titles, and went on to Athens at the Olympics on the grandest stage of them all to win the Olympic gold medal in the 400 meters. His time of 44.0 seconds at the Olympic Games is a Baylor University record which still stands till this day. It was his first of many titles. At the same Olympic Games, he was part of the American 4x400 meters relay team that also won gold, his second Olympic gold medal title. He continued his of form. By winning the World Championships in Helsinki the following year in 2005. In 2006, he won all six of his IWF Golden League meets, which earned him a bonus prize of $250,000. He won another gold medal at the World Championships in Osaka in 2007 before winning silver at the Olympic Games in 2008. At a point during his dominance, he lost only four times in four years. His time of 43.45 seconds is the fifth fastest time in history behind wade vanierke michael johnson and Butch reynolds he finished his career with three olympic gold medals and five world championship gold medals as well as other silver medals that he won at the olympics and at the world championship today is your mentor guys and there are three lessons that i want you to learn from jeremy Wariner. just like i mentioned guys uh, Wade Van Eyck, Michael Johnson, and Boat Reynolds, those are the only guys who have run the 400 meters faster than Jeremy Warren. And of course, you remember that we looked at Wade Van Eyck in episode 247 while we looked at Michael Johnson in episode 105. So I want you to go back and I want you to listen to those episodes. Now, one of the great things that I like, you know, about sprint sports, so you're talking about the 100 meters, the 200 meters, the 400 meters, you see, are the guys that do it effortlessly. Now, you know when you're watching all the slow motion replays, of the guys maybe the last part of the race so when they're just about to cross the finish line or maybe when they are at the bend depending on which of the sprint events it is you always see these guys straining and you see the veins coming out of their neck you see the power that they're actually putting into that race just to get them to that point but there are very very few athletes who it's almost like they glide from start to finish they don't show any emotion on their face they don't show any strain they don't show any stress and you see one of the best guys to ever do this was jeremy warren and of course there were so many things that were being said at that point in time because it was so good would he go on to break michael johnson's rail obviously because of the injuries he didn't break it but you see michael johnson himself was another effortless runner you see they ran like as if they were jogging you're gonna see the same thing as well with jeremy Warner. that's what kind of really attracted me to him you see the likes of leshawn merits also we're gonna look at in one of the lessons they're gonna learn from jeremy Warner. you know you see the strain that these guys used to run but for jeremy it was absolutely different class athlete in terms of the way he raced on the track and the way he glided down the line the first lesson i want you to learn from him quickly is always break down your training now you see in the middle part between 2004 and 2008 uh there was a spell in that time where jeremy morena was only beaten four times in four years so he only lost four races in four years to show you how dominant it was, it was just like you saying, both you know, when he was in that dominant period and he won consecutive 100 meters races for such a long time. That was Jerry Morena. But you see, one of the secrets to that dominance, one of the secrets to him achieving what he did, was the ability or the fact that he and his team they always broke down every single aspect of a train. Now, of course, you can talk about 400 meters and say, Hey, look, it's about having endurance, it's about being able to power down the line it's about being uh, who can last the longest probably in the final 100 meters or all of that so you might not necessarily pay attention to the technical aspects but that is where you might be wrong you see when jeremy was training and of course he was working with Clyde hart also had michael johnson as his agent so michael johnson was also on the team offered advice and of course he being someone who had done it before and achieved uh, the best of results world record holder at the time of course before wade Vanek broke that record uh, in 2016 and this is where that speciality if you want to call it that comes into play guys you must always learn to break down and train so what Jeremy now would do was i see every facet of his race every facet of training when they were pushing when they were putting all the ever see all of those moments were captured on film all of those moments were broken down all of those moments were digested after to see his frame to see how he was standing to see the things that he was doing right to see the things that he was doing wrong. you see they would capture all of those things in thousands of a second freeze frames on high definition cameras so they go back and they say hey look in this phase of the race you know your body is not upright or maybe your knees are not high enough so they are not enabling you to power down the bend you see it is extremely important and of course when jeremy was asked about this as well he said every little thing counts so you see the phases in the race where you might say that's not important that doesn't have any effect it doesn't really matter Uh, i'm sure my opponents are not focusing on this i'm sure they are not paying attention you see you see that might be where you might be wrong so you see 43.45 seconds that was his personal best time michael johnson's record was i think 43.18 or 43.19 uh between one of those two you see the difference between that 0.3.2 seconds you see is the attention to detail that they pay trace. So what's my question to you guys on today's episode how do you break down your training or do you even break down your training so say for example you play football or say for example you play basketball okay so the training session just ended today what do you do you pack up shop and you just go home or how exactly do you deconstruct what you just did in training to ensure that either you correct at the next training or you build on what you've already done so do you have someone that can record the videos of your training or does your coach do that or is there any facility in place for you to take stock of what you have done in training so that you can go back and listen to it because if you don't do that you see chances are that you're leaving so many things on the table that can provide you with the opportunity to be much better at what you do and you see the great just while like we're looking at jeremy now today drew Brees, tom brady you see these are guys that they go back and they break down their training. okay this is what we did on this play this is what we need to change on the next play this is something that we need to work on in the next training session the ability to release the ball faster the ability to ensure that we don't delay the pass you know so many of all of those facts so the question i want you to ask yourself this week guys is how am i breaking down my training or am i even breaking down my training at all or do i just leave everything to chance you know once i'm done training everybody packs up shop everybody goes that is the first lesson guys that i want you to learn from jeremy warina today the second lesson guys is find a rival to push you you see when jeremy was at baylor university he had a rival that uh, challenged him in Darrell Williamson, who of course pushed him. You know he won races. Darrell won races. You see, when he came onto the international circuit, and of course, 2004 won the Olympic gold medal. You see, in the build-up to the Beijing Olympic Games, LeSean Merritt had also come onto the stage, and he had actually beaten Jeremy Wariner several times in the build-up to that Olympic Games. Of course. Lechon Merritt went on to win the Olympic gold at that Olympic Games as well, beating Jeremy Warner, who won the silver medal. But you see, one thing that Jeremy Warner says about this rivalry with Lechon Merit, he said, for me, it's great to have a rivalry. It makes me train harder when I get to the track, no matter if I'm feeling good or feeling tired. I have to work as hard as i can because i know that LeSean is doing the same thing now of course we talked about this previous episodes of the podcast the rivalry between larry bird and magic johnson of course currently you see the rivalry uh, between Cristiano Ronaldo, between leonard messi you see guys rivalry helps you go a step further you see one of the reasons why so many young athletes you know are not able to push beyond a certain point or are not able to uh, give a hundred percent every single time is i see there's nothing necessarily pushing them now of course Finding a rival doesn't have to be that difficult. You don't have to go across the pond or go to another country, no, you see, that member of your training team who you're both in the 200 meters or you're both in the 100 meters or you're both in the 400 meters is there a way that you can create some sort of rivalry some sort of competition between you guys that pushes each person to do better so you see yes jeremy morena was a dominant athlete but you see once Leshon Merritt came onto the scene it became imperative for jeremy morena to step up the game so when he goes into training and he's tired man he's going to be like leshawn is walking his ass off you know i cannot afford to slack as well i have to put my best foot forward if I'm going to make any difference, if I'm going to continue in this dominant sport that I am. And I bet you as well that LeSean Merritt was doing the same thing. And it was the same thing with Larry Bird and Magic Johnson as well. Magic Johnson, you know comes out from a game immediately he's going to check the start of larry bird's game okay how many points did larry score okay i have to try to be better the next time of course when magic johnson had to step away from the sport larry bird came out to say look man my rival has gone i don't know how i'm going to motivate myself guys you need a rival if for anything just to push you just to ensure that you remain on your toes and just to ensure that you keep pushing towards that goal that you're chasing so how can you find a rival guys look for someone that is in your sphere look for someone that is in your sport you see you can idolize people from afar you can be rivals with people from afar so you're looking or you're preparing to go to the olympic games in 2020 you have a belief that look if i do everything i can i can get to olympic games in 2020 okay so is there any other person in your sport that is also working towards going to that same olympic games in 2020 you can use that person as your rival the idea guys behind the rivalry is that it gives you something to keep pushing it gives you a reason to continue to train so when you wake up for example on monday morning as today is monday and you don't feel like training if you remember that you know there's this guy in morocco or there's this guy uh, in sweden who is also looking to compete in the olympics in 2020 you know i saw his instagram feed and how he has been training trust me you're gonna get off your bed and you're going to head to training but it's better than you sitting on your bed looking that maybe i just do this tomorrow you see there won't be that fire in there if the rivalry is not solid that's the second lesson i want you to learn from jeremy Warrior today and the final lesson guys is handle your nerves with grace handle your nerves with grace it's extremely important if there's anything guys that you would go through over the course of a career which i can guarantee you if you're going to ask me 10 times out of 10 i'm going to tell you 10 times out of 10 as well that you are going to get to a point in your career where you are going to be nervous you cannot escape it for any reason whatsoever is something that will happen it's just the nature of sports because you see you are performing in front of people even if you're not performing in front of people you're performing for yourself for all the training that you've been going through everything that you've been doing to get to where you are now you are performing and of course those nerves will come in you see Jamie was asked and they asked him they said look how do you deal with nerves before a big race because this is a guy who doesn't have any facial expressions he doesn't show anything outwardly that people might say oh he's flustered oh he's nervous oh he's anxious or things like that so they wondered and they asked him "Say, how do you do this because of course it is important for you to remain in your element If you're going to be the best athlete that you can be, if you're going to achieve those goals that you're chasing. And his response, guys, it got me. And this was a lesson that I wanted to learn. He told, he said, be calm. You can't give up when you're on the start line. Think of all the hard work that you've done in the past to get you there. You have to remember that you're ready. You can't do anything else from there to get you prepared for the race. You've done everything you can. If you don't win, you don't win. Look to your next race and try harder the next time. You see, one of the mistakes that so many young athletes make is that, you see, it's on the day of a race, it's on the day of a tournament, it's on the day of a match that you start thinking of all other things that you could have done to prepare for that event, to prepare for that race. And you start thinking, did I do everything in my my capability? Okay, maybe I should have been eating five times a day, or maybe I should have trained five times a day, or maybe I should have worked on this particular technique, or maybe I should have worked on this particular part of my body to ensure that I was stronger. You see, one of the mistakes that you're making, critical mistakes, guys, is that you cannot do anything from that point in preparation for the race. The race is already there. So let's say it was one week or one month to race then you see all of those things that you're thinking about you can actually begin to implement them you can actually begin to work on them and see results from those things but the race is already here so the mistake you're making is that you're focusing on the things that you cannot control and if you're going through my free email course on how to build your mental toughness athletemanagement.com forward slash mental toughness one of the things I will talk about is the ability mentally to focus on the things that you can control you see you've trained you've put in all the work now you are at the race all you can do is to look forward to that race so when your mind starts varying off starts thinking of other things that are unimportant it is your duty as the young athlete to call yourself back to order tell yourself look i've worked on this we've done everything we can to get to this point now all we have to do is to execute and that's why i said the third lesson is handle your nerves with grace don't be flustered don't uh, you know get caught up in the moment start thinking of so many things that are irrelevant handle it with grace by remembering the work that you have done to get you to the point where you are and of course telling yourself critically that there is nothing i can do right now that is going to change the course of this event you know i can't go back and train for one minute that is going to change the race or i can't run back into the dressing room you know and just calm my mind for 20 seconds that's going to help me finish the race you can't do that the race is already here all you can do is to focus on that particular race these are the three lessons guys that i want you to learn from jeremy warina break down your training it is exceptionally important that you do that guys find a rival to push you healthy rivalry in sports ensure that you stay on your toes and finally handle your nerves with grace sanjay Ayer, who of course was a sprinter just like Jeremy morena had to say this about him he said i've never seen an athlete like him the event is so physically grilling that most people get nervous even the top guys but jeremy is so mentally strong he has no fear and of course on that third lesson you see where he said hey look if you don't win this race you don't win it you prepare for the next one but you see when you have that do or die attitude that attitude that uh, this race is everything if i don't win this race you know then i don't think i'm going to win any race ever again that is where problems come in and that is part of being mentally tough guys jeremy Warren, I absolutely loved him during his career if for anything just because of the effortless way that he ran on the track you know i like athletes who are graceful uh, when they do their business of course i hope that we'll look at Sanya richards ross as well we looked at alison felix in the past you know these are guys that it's like they glide down the line and jeremy weiner is one of them i hope he's enjoying his retirement of course he put plans in place to ensure that he retired well and had a plan for his life after sports that's another lesson you could have learned from him but i want you to focus on these three break down your training find a rival to push you handle your nerves with grace athlete match guys episode 328 the athlete martial blueprint is live guys step one in that blueprint is where i teach you how to assess where you currently are so that you can set the goals based on where you are in moving forward there's no point guys setting blanket goals without realizing first where you are you can get that blueprint at Four slash blueprints. athletemaestro.com dot four slash blueprints get that blueprint change the course of your career today and of course if you enjoyed this episode if you enjoy any of the other episodes that we have i want you to subscribe to the podcast and i want you to leave us a rating and review if you don't know how to do any of those two head over to athletemaster.com forward slash subscribe where you learn how to leave that rating and review and how to subscribe to the podcast as well what your rating and review does is that it helps other young athletes find the podcast it helps them know that there is a resource for them that they can use that guides them properly, mentally, physically, having a strategy and a plan to achieve the goals that they're chasing as well. That is what you're rating and review would do and of course if you have any questions whatsoever as it relates to your career as it relates to sports send me a mail up at athletemaestro.com. tolla at i'm here to answer those questions and of course provide you with feedback and solutions here on the show remember the blueprint athletemaestro.com forward slash blueprint and of course subscribe and leave us that rating and review i'll catch you on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there i want you to learn all the lessons you can today from jeremy warriner i want you to go out there And I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.